Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, speaking of standing O's alongside us, a 1996 Olympian, Brendan Gerrard joins us, former Kookaburra, standing ovation. Holy smoke, Steve. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Uh, good morning, mate. Great to see you. You're watching your son in action who's playing for the Orange team. Yeah, going very well so far. So three games uh, in, three wins, but I think it gets tough from here. Tamworth's always a strong team. Canberra's always a strong team, and they're our next two games today. Yeah, but we, it's exciting. We want to talk about 1996 for you and representing the Kookaburras, winning a bronze medal in Atlanta. But firstly, looking at grassroots under-13 hockey, this is kind of where it all begins. And some people are saying these could be... Some of these kids could be in Brisbane in 2032 at a home Olympics. But what kind of shape do you think junior hockey's in? This is exciting. It absolutely takes me back to these uh, to these junior tournaments. Thirty. What, what did BJ say yesterday? Thirty-six teams here. Yep, thirty-six you know, teams. Hundreds of athletes, parents, crowds. It's a buzz. It's a buzz, and and you can see young blokes thrashing around, enjoying themselves, exerting physically. And uh, they got a bloody big smile on their face. So absolutely, it takes me back. I'm, I'm tickled pink for the boys, oh. but uh, it takes me back because this is this is where Steve, as you say, this is where it starts. And hopefully, as you mentioned, 30, 30, uh, 2032 may may be where it uh, culminates. Brendan, I guess you got to also look at not only to offer something like this to these young kids, but the number that are playing here. Like to have thirty six teams is actually quite phenomenal. And what there's. 12 to 15 players in squads or 16 players yep, in the spot on. Like, so, you know, you're looking at, you know, well Hundreds. and truly over, you know, four or 500 players here at this level that are competing and, and, you know, doing their best to be a part of this. And I think it's fantastic these kids have this opportunity. Yeah, it's a credit to the administrators. It's a credit to New South Wales Hockey. It's a credit to the local, um, the local uh, association. Um, and we'll probably touch on that BJ character at some stage, uh, <laughs> Brett Johnson. But um, it, it is, it is a, it's a credit to a lot of groups and a lot of organisations, and, uh, and, and it is, uh, it's a good scene, isn't it, Buttes? So, so, Brendan, so we're talking about the 2032 Olympics and, and kids from playing in there, the possibility. What, sort of would, what would they need to do from here? So how do they progress from here through to making the 2032 yeah, the, the the logical progression's the easy bit. The the, the hard work is is the hard bit. But uh, they'll get identified by a selection panel. I'd imagine they'd get selected in squads. From those squads, I think under 13s might even be the first national championships. So, a team from this group uh, will will be selected for New South Wales to play at a uh, national championships, and then from there it'll be it'll be through the ages, state, national championships, national squads. Next age group, state, national championships, national squads. And then you'll get into the serious bit at 21s. Mm. Um, our, um, it's not called a national league anymore. Hockey one, <laughs> hockey one, which is, which is effectively our national league, and then into national senior squads. Uh, I'll tell you, we're extremely proud here on the Central Coast. As you'd know, we're going to have a, a two... Well, we've got a two-time Olympian. He's about to play in the Commonwealth Games too, Matty Dawson. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we watched him from a very young age, and it, it started here, then it moved to Newcastle, 
then to Sydney, but he was always in New South Wales teams, and quite often he was the captain of a team when he was maybe two years younger. So an extraordinary talent and playing international hockey at the moment. Uh, what about for you? Where did it all begin? I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm a Queenslander, so uh, I'm, I'm out of reach of buttes. Wow. I'm, 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 I'm out of reach of buttes, so I can, I can, I can bandy around all sorts of bloody rugby bloody stats and, and, and hockey stats. They did it again to us, they, Brendan. They, they did it again to us. Oh, Unbelievable. It was painful to watch, wasn't it, buttes? Oh. Painful. <laughs> Don't you know painful it. Painful to watch. Maybe. Like death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, you know, I, I think, for, I think uh, Joey summed it up. Uh, what, with on four minute video. No, not with the four-minute one, but his comment about we're going to have to hear this BS, BS for the next 12 months. I'm not sure if he was talking to the fat or he was talking to the whole of Queensland <laughs> when he, he was, said that. He was talking to everybody. Yeah. 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 So did you play in Brisbane or where were you? I grew up in Toowoomba, just west of oh, Toowoomba. Played fantastic. in Toowoomba on the Darling Downs there. So the Darling Downs uh, teams or, or, or Toowoomba teams. And only after school, shot down to Brizzy and very soon after that, uh, off to the AIS in Perth. But uh, this is this is exactly it. This is where it starts, and it's not unrealistic. Hey, you said '92, so Barcelona. You had an injury there, and tell tell us about that, and then oh, the pathway yeah. to '96. Yeah, there's uh, hockey. Hockey because of the artificial turf comes with a lot of stress on the lower back and the lower leg, lower limbs. So um, uh, not only not only because of the stress from the turf and the speed of the game, but obviously swinging sticks around and and balls you know, flying at you from close range faster than Mitchell Stark bowls. Brent, I, I want to touch on you about you know back in '96 and you know mm. when you were playing. How has the game changed and evolved yeah. to where it is now? Is it you know the physicality? Is it the speed of the game now? That um, I guess the tactical yeah. now is behind it all. I had just just on that on that first one. '92 I had a fractured tibia. Yep. Um, and that was from a hockey stick just above the shin pad, just below the kneecap, yeah. and uh, a depression fraction to the tibia. That, that would have been tough for you, mate. Would have been devastating. Yeah, it was. It, 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 it makes the it makes the uh, the fire burn brighter. The, the, yeah. On one hand, you're out and you're filthy with the world. On the other hand, the uh, the drive uh, becomes even stronger. I've got to get there in '96. Got, got to get there in '96. Now, how, how the game has changed, Buttes. Um, <laughs> I, I look at it, it's faster, it's stronger, it's, uh, it's, it's fitter, it's, it's everything, yep. the, the, the direction you want the sport to go in. You know, it, it's still safe, it, the, the, there's the risk as I mentioned before, but it's still a, it's still a safe game. Yeah. Um, uh, the, guys, the guys are definitely fitter, I mean I, I, look, I look at those, you know, league, you know league better than bloody anyone buttes. Um, I couldn't imagine running out there now with the current cream of the cop, crop, even at my peak. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, mate. Look, you know what? That GPS stuff they do now, yep. I'm glad we didn't have it. Because <laughs> yeah. all it would have showed was how lazy I was. Uh, right? That's I, as simple I, as it was. I think it's funny you yeah. say that, Buttes, because I watched Parramatta last night and I thought Buttes playing now would be an absolute star of the game yeah. in any era. Yeah, you would adapt and you would change you and would. you'd have to work for it. Yeah. You know what? You get all I understand all that. They're more professional. Hey. Fundamentally, they're more professional. Hey. And that's just the evolution of sport. Yep. Brendan, one thing I want to say about the Kookaburras, I, I want to ask about because... You still lose sleep over winning a bronze medal. You mm. feel like you should have been in the gold medal game. Mm. But I want to talk, I've said this to BJ, doesn't matter how many tests you play, but if you become a kookaburra, you're part of a fairly exclusive club. I think that they're one of our best national teams. Like, you guys are absolute rock stars. So do you feel like you're, you hear a lot of sports talk about it, but you're almost like the All Blacks where if you're a kookaburra, you're passing the baton on and you're trying to make it better for the next guy that comes along. Absolutely. And there, it is, it is uh, 
through the 80s where we were ranked number one in the world. And I'm, I'm mutual you'll know this. I'm stuck in the 80s and 90s. Okay? Yeah, so, yeah, I love so, it. Uh, love it. Time warp. Uh, time warp. We, we're through the 90s in Barcelona, um, silver, bronze in uh, Atlanta, uh, bronze in Sydney. They jumped to gold in Athens. They went back to bronze. Um, so there was a streak there. Uh, I can't recall you know, from from the from the late 70s even where we're ranked number one, two or three in the world. Through to now, the guys yep. are back back to number one in the world. So there is a, there is a very very long and rich history that absolutely um, um, BJ would be proud of. I'm proud of, but uh, you're geared to win. You never never get on the field without the very real expectation of coming off a winner, and you do everything in your power. To, to achieve that. So to lose the one game in the semi-finals of the Olympic Games against Spain, um, the, 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 the option of a gold was just ripped away. And that's, that's from under-13s onwards. You start, to, you start to get the mentality in Australian yep. hockey. From under-13 onwards, the expectation is we go out on the field and we win on a global scale. So when it gets ripped away from you, yeah, I was, I was a sport brat. I was, I was throwing my toys out of the cot well and truly, well and truly. So you mentioned about that, and obviously through the 80s and 90s, Australia never won too many gold medals at, at no. the Olympics. So the Kookaburras, when we get into it, they were always our, probably one of our best chances of winning gold. Did that extra pressure really, did, did you notice that coming into the games, that the extra the expectation no. of a nation of, we might only win one gold and that might be the Kookaburras? Yeah. And then yeah. obviously when it doesn't happen, the, Fail. the desolation, Fail. The, yeah, Fail. exactly. Look, failure's got a negative, the term failure's got a negative connotation. The, yeah. the very term failure, but if unless you put yourself out there and expose yourself to, to, to failure, you're not going to succeed at a great level. So, yeah, we, we never, we never realised any more pressure than what we put on ourselves. So, yes, it was there, but that's life. And it's funny, you, you know, you talk about it. There's no shame, obviously, in winning a bloody bronze medal at the Olympic medals. Yeah. In fact, there's no shame of bringing an Olympian. In no. fact, you know, for me, you know, as a former athlete, I put the Olympians on a pedestal. I think that's the peak of any athlete that you can achieve is by, its, you know, going to an Olympic Games. Now, irrelevant of the result and what you do there, I think it's phenomenal. But the disappointment of that bronze medal... Um, and again, you can call it failure, whatever it is. It's all about expectations, I guess. You go into that um, Olympic campaign thinking that you know we're aiming for gold medal, uh, and anything less than that was going to be considered probably a failure. A failure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. spot on. Um, and there's teams you pay, play in where you you know you step foot on the field and it's game on, and the expectation is we come off a winner. Doesn't mean it'll just happen. You, you know you've got to you've got to bleed for the cause. Yeah, but you have a very real expectation you'll come off a winner, and that's every time you set foot on the hockey field. Every club, every code talks about culture. I mean, it's the real buzzword, isn't it? But when you look at the Kookaburras, so Rio is their worst ever campaign, I'd say, but look at the way they bounce back. Mm. So they reinvent themselves, mm. and they, they basically draw a line in the sand. And we, we know what happened in Rio because we're following Matt Dawson at his first Olympics. Then he wins a silver in Tokyo. So they And like you said... Not only do they bounce back, but they bounce back to be the number one team in the world again. So that says so much about the culture around that group. Hey, uh, so, mate, uh, just finally, like, have you enjoyed your time on the coast? Oh. Uh, you want to say something about BJ? I'm watching, <laughs> I'm watching our team here, and they're a composite team. I just saw a girl run a hard out from one side of the field to the other to get to position. 
and it's everything you love about junior sport. It is. At the end of the day, I'm just a dad. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just a. I'm just a dad to. Are you one, one of? The, are you one of those crazy dads? I yeah. know <laughs> oh, he's one of those crazy <laughs> hockey dads. Oh no, look out! <laughs> Don't think for one moment I'm not one of those crazy dads. <laughs> Don't think for one moment I'm not out there like a lunatic. Uh, we've in, all been one of those boys. crazy dads. Backing the boys in, bitch. Backing the boys yeah. in, but it puts a real smile on my face because I am just a dad. It's, yep. a, it's a great culture, and this is where it starts. Not just the push for for, for Brisbane in 30, 2032, but just. Just the, 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 the values, the behaviours, the respect of the officials, it, it, yeah. all, it all starts here. And, and yes, it puts a smile on my face. They're just thrashing around. They're not on iPads. They're, they're, they're not on iPhones. They're out here a fit, healthy, clean, bloody good, fun pursuit. And I love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it, Steve. And, and making lifelong friends. Uh, just one final 25 words or less about the guy alongside you and the, the job <laughs> that he's done. Jeez, he's been in a good paddock, hasn't he? Oh, oh wow. Mate, you should have heard what he said about you, mate. I've got to tell you. Well, you warned me. You warned me, Mutes. <laughs> All right. No, we live together, Steve. We, we live together at the AIS. He said it was the again. longest. How long, how long did you live together? <laughs> Two years. He said it was the longest 30 years of his life. <laughs> well, it looks like it was 30 years for him, too, hey? Yeah. Steve, I said no dates. You, now you mentioned '86 with a beautiful wife, mate. I didn't. I'm surprised you slipped that date in there, but uh, no dates. If we go back to the early '90s, I'm starting to realise mates that you've had for you know 30, 40 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go back to the '80s and the and the junior hockey mates for 30 and 40 years. It, but it's just something to cherish. Well, it is something to cherish. When I went home last night, I told my daughter that uh, you know I, I did a story on the New South Wales Under 13s, and I said they're some of my favourite memories of being a sporting dad is watching your kids at junior tournaments like exactly like this one where they make friends for life. Yeah. Hey, this could be a... Nah. Oh, the keepers come. Oh. Missed kicked it. Thought that might go. be a goal. We're off to a break. This is Saturdays on the Coast on SEM. By the way, later on today, the uh, Catch-Up podcast will be out. Adam will put that up on the website, and you can also listen on 801 AM.